It's a quiet dog. So, dear listener, if you don't believe that there's a dog on, there really is a dog here. Live on air. Live on air. Oh, it's perked up. What's the dog's name again? It is a she, and her name is Pippin. Pippin. Yeah. And I don't know where the name comes from because it's my friend's dog. And Pippin. Is Pippin in I feel Great like Expectations or yeah. something like that? Or mm, I think that's Pip. Oh. But yeah, no, maybe, maybe it is. Something else. I feel like it's from an old time. Yeah. There's know. also a dog called Pippet. Do you know what work of fiction that dog is in? No. Jaws. No way. Yeah. Does he survive? No. Oh. Pippet goes missing. Oh, don't and say it. I'll block her ears. The, the guy, <laughs> her big chihuahua ears. The guy is just on the uh, shore shouting, Pippet! 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 That's very tragic. Pippet's gone! <laughs> Been eaten by the shark! Oh, Sorry. puppy. Don't it's close to 4th of July, which is Jaws time. Is it's it? kind of around Independence Day or something, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the, other, the other 4th of July. Yes. Welcome to Trivial Cahoots! <laughs> I thought it would be funny sing the if song. I. <laughs> oh, if you listen the to the. Uh, I love the song! Science! <laughs> and nature! <laughs> Geography! <laughs> entertainment! Arts! And literature! Sports! And leisure! Did I say history in there? Shit. No, I might have missed You didn't it say chihuahuas. <laughs> I didn't say chihuahuas. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Uh, now, you may have noticed that Annie's usually American voice has, has gone very much not American anymore. That's because she's not here. And that's, in fact, our guest who's speaking. Um, Annie, dear listener, had her baby during the week. Yay! Yay! But that was a month early. But they're all doing well. Um, but it was a shock. We were, we were specifically saying, okay, let's record less, lots of extra shows um, so that we'll be, we'll be, you know, we'll have them to go uh, when, um, when Annie does have the baby. You can't hear anything. I can turn it up. No, Hold I, on. You want to listen? No. Yeah, listen, listen to your own voice. I love... No, it's working. <laughs> it is working. I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> now can you hear yourself? No. I can't really, but I'm deaf because I'm very sick. Oh yeah, you're deaf and sick. <laughs> uh, I've been dragged here. Yes. Well. With all my medications. And your um, comfort dog. I'm a comfort dog. That's like a toy. Yeah. Um, it's a very tiny dog. Like it's comfortably in that medium-sized bag that you have. Tiny backpack. Tiny and bag. I've kind of it, boosted it up with the towel so that she doesn't just fall down in the bag. You don't have a big head, but I would say relative to your head, <laughs> its head is like a 20th maybe? Yeah, like I'm going to say like smaller than, head. smaller than the average Granny Smith. Yeah, I would say smaller more than nectarine. the average. <laughs> more, more of a nectarine. But really. the ears kind of make up for it because they're pretty huge for the size of her. Yeah. Which is, I guess, survival technique because yeah. they need to hear all the baddies. Oh, because they're so small and pathetic. I'm guessing that's I was evolution. Gonna su- I thought you were suggesting that it was some kind of parachute kind of thing. Well, maybe. We're on the third floor here, or the second floor here. True. Well, I do sometimes think she looks more like a fruit bat pretending to be a yes. dog. Fruit bat on a lead. Fruit bat on a lead. The new album Something from like our that. guest today, <laughs> who I better introduce before we go on any further. Erin. 
Hot Cup, Aaron, <laughs> Jumpers, McClure. I only found out your actual surname recently because of emails that were sent around. I was like, oh, her real name is McClure, who is yeah. a graphic designer mm-hmm. and also a member, a member of the La 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 Choir. Absolutely. And you run a, you run a studio or you... Um, I help to manage a studio, South Studios in Dublin 8, but I... Where is that? I studios? work from there as well. Is um, that the one on? It's just very close to St. Pat's Cathedral. Oh. At the back of the Fumbly Cafe? Oh. Oh. No, yeah, I don't it's know. New Row South. It's like a really old part of Dublin. New Row South. No, new, well, New Row South. New Row South. What? New Row. What's that mean? It's a row of houses, I guess. Oh, or New Row South. New Row. What a terrible name. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was New Row South. I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before, and listeners are bored of listening to me uh, saying that I've told things on the podcast before, but I once had a job in Clondalkin on a road which was called New Road. Now, I cycled out. I was assistant puppeteering. I cycled out on a, on a uh, football-based uh, puppet show, TV mm. show. I cycled pretty much the length of New Road before I discovered that there are two roads called New Road in Clondalkin. Yes. No. Yes. No. There's an old New Road and a new New Road. <laughs> like, how do they come up with such a shit name like New Road and then they did it twice? I bet it's not always going to be new, guys. No. Come on. The New Road that I ended up having to go to was quite an old road. The newer New Road was actually pretty much being constructed as I was cycling down it. I feel sad that, like, that level of, well, the lack of creativity that goes into naming yeah. street. I'd love to name a street. I would, would absolutely you, yeah. love to what name a street name in Dublin. Street? Oh, but it's probably something, you know, like Aaron Street. <laughs> <laughs> I was in school with a girl called Amber who lived on Cool Amber Road. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. No, maybe not Aaron, Aaron Street. Street. Doesn't really. It sounds like no. a, maybe cheesy American yeah. Irish throwback. There probably is an Aaron Street somewhere in like Colorado or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. It doesn't really even work. Aaron Lane, Aaron Drive, Aaron Road, Aaron. Close. Yeah. <laughs> if you lived on it, you were like, oh, we're close to Aaron now. This yeah. must be Aaron Close. It's like Glenn Close, but I'm Aaron. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'd probably have to call it something weird so people would always remember the name. Unlike New Row or New Road or yeah. New Street or yeah. all these bloody Come new, on. new, new. It's not all about the new stuff, people. Yeah. Pippin Road. Yeah. Yeah. Chihuahua Street or Chihuahua <laughs> Road. Chihuahua Lane. Only fluffy little cute things can go down there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would call a new road um, Toad Road. Oh, nice. Toad That's Road. Fun. Yeah, that's really You could good. name all... Could you name them all after animals? Yeah. Yeah. You totally could, because there's so <laughs> many. There's so many weird animals in the world that we don't even know about. But I'm trying to think of... There's an animal that rhymes with lane, but I can't think of one. Street. A... Street. Mm, Ooh. It's difficult now. Oh. I mean, I could have Bleat Street... Champagne Lane. I know it's not an animal, but it's nice. (laughs) But it's nice. That's often what you say when you're drinking champagne. I know it's not an animal, but it's nice. Exactly. Um, No, but it would be a good idea. And I think people would remember it because they'd associate, like there'd be a visual guide. Like Mm. you'd think of 
Cobra Alley and, you know, um, what about getting more interesting graphic those. designs for mm. road signs? Because there are often not many of them and they're impossible to find. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I'm just I'll, trying I'll to bring do it. back to graphic design, <laughs> your uh, field of expertise. Yeah, um, sorry, I just scratched the mic. <sighs> sorry, listeners, I'm very Apologies. sorry about that. I tried to warn her. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm very bad at this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, graphic and textile design, actually. Yes. So, so one of the companies you work for are We Are Islanders? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well remembered. Um, yep, so I, I currently freelance with them. I used to work with them um, a little bit more full-time last year. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a collaboration between um, Rosie O'Reilly, who's an artist, and mm. Kate Nolan, who's, well, who has a background in fashion buying and production. And um, Rosie O'Reilly, who I think I once directed in a play. She's not an actress, but she's very creative and open-minded. I wouldn't put yeah, it past no, her. Yeah, no, I think she did once in Trinity. Oh, yeah, she used to go to Trinity. Yeah. yeah. She's actually the sister of Patty O'Reilly, if you remember. Yeah, Patty yeah. O'Reilly. So Patty O'Reilly is friends with Mark Huberman, or was friends, I don't know. I haven't seen Patty O'Reilly in many years, or Rosie O'Reilly. But... Um, yeah. Who's so Paddy, I think Paddy's in London now, ah. and um, Rosie's based here. She lives on a barge. And of course. Lives the dream. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, she travels is a good bit. Is a barge the dream? I think you have... her barge is really beautiful. Really. Like her barge is kind of the dream. Yeah. Um, and she took a photo yesterday of like her neighbours, and they were like a little family of little um, swan cygnets. Yeah. They're signets, aren't they? And they were fluffy and adorable and tiny, and the sun was shining on the water. And she just took this amazing photo, and it was like glistening in gold. And she just had stuck her head out the window of her kitchen yeah, and just seen this. She doesn't take photos of all the rats that are on her barge that she lives <laughs> on the fucking canal. That's less. No, no rats, no rats, there. just sparkly gold gilded baby swans. Yeah. And, uh, no, well, her, her barge is particularly lovely, and I guess. It sort of depends. It depends. It depends on the barge. But the freedom factor is pretty appealing. I was on a barge recently because I was filming the Carlo Arts Festival to make a trailer for them, um, which should be out soon. And uh, so there's a thing called barges on, down the barrow where they do little, like, fates or something at, at different towns on the barrow in the lead up to the Carlo Arts Festival. And... So there was supposed to be two barges, which isn't a lot of barges. And I was on one, so I, and we were going to meet, go meet the other barge. So I was filming on the barge. I was waiting for ages, and then eventually we left to go and meet the other barge. And like within 100 meters, the barge broke down and just pulled back into the <laughs> dock where we had left from. And yeah, so, so that was my barge adventure. Yeah, not living the dream. <laughs> but it's kind of like living on a train. Yeah, a train that floats. A train that floats. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was trying to explain what, to an Argentinian what a barge was. It's like oh. it's like a small, like it's a low, long boat. Houseboat. Do they? They must have. Boats, I just. So. I guess she just didn't know the word for barge. Yeah. Yeah. 
They must have barges. I mean, what kind Come of society on, is what that? What kind of a weird? Where do their poets live? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where do their like trendy hipsters live? We're like. <laughs> I didn't actually. Um, we're recording in Rough Magic today. I, I was going to offer you a choice of seats, um, but I didn't. In the end, I, do you think it's you have chosen? They have a wide variety of seats. They do. You're in an office chair. I'm in a green office chair with arms. You have no arms on your grey office chair. I've made arms on my table. Yeah, (laughs) I'm leaning on the table too. But I just think it's it could could have been an interesting test, like at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I I have, but not for so long. He has to choose which one's the real Holy Grail. You could have to choose which chair, and that would we would judge you on the basis of that. But. In the end, he just went with the chair that I kind of plonked you I in. think, yeah, it felt yeah. like it was the yeah. one across from you. Yeah. If I sat in the corner, well, we could have done that. It would have been interesting. Sat in the corner, yeah. But if I sat over there and then oh, you sat in the yeah, far yeah, corner. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Okay, let's try. Really? Yeah, you're on a wheelchair. Just move back and let's see. But am I not attached? Yeah, you're attached, but it's got a... You see, it's quite a long wire. Uh-oh. <laughs> The dog is remaining. Puppy's nervous. Puppy is not give a shit. Puppy hasn't given any reaction to anything apart from drinking some water. So there may be a bit of noise now. Okay, don't let that out. Yeah. Am I making loads of white noise for the poor little? No, it's probably fine. Apologies. So here we are now. But we're still the microphone's still close to both of us, so we actually don't need to even speak that loud to be on the microphone. I'm probably shouting. Um. I love how the puppy's the centre of the conversation. Yes, we're now She's the middle looking point. at the puppy. It looks, the puppy is so small that it looks like it's far away. Those big ears are coming into effect. <laughs> you can see it twitching those ears around. She's actually a really big dog. It's just that we're so far from her, she yeah. looks like a teacup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a TARDIS <laughs> of a dog. Um, I don't know how this has changed the dynamic. How are you feeling about it? I feel quite free. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And let me ask you this. <laughs> Where do you start with a graphic design? What, what do you often do? Like logos, maybe? Yeah, I do quite a lot of logos. Um, so if I said, I want a logo for Arlen's ear, what would you do? What would I do? On the spot now. Well, the first thing I do is sketch. Mm-hmm. Pencil, paper, or any kind of drawing apparatus that's near me. Um, just sketch loads and loads of stupid ideas. Get all the stupid ones out first, and then you might, by accident, let out a really good one and be yeah. like, oh, maybe. That's but I still cool. have to do loads more. So you mm. just do loads. And design is very much about a process of elimination and kind of uh, exercising the demons, getting out, I suppose, all the, all the things that maybe aren't working and working yeah. out why they're not working to know why the things that are working yeah. are good, and then honing it down to maybe a selection and then honing it down again, and then maybe working with the client, that's you, and yeah. seeing which kind of direction they like, and then working with that and finalizing it and bringing it into slick fruition. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's the process. So I, I have a podcast, another podcast called Ireland's Ear. And the main logo, well, we don't really have a logo, but the main picture on iTunes and around is me and the other presenter Pearl and the other one is like a map of Ireland but with just loads of ears 
And Curly's like, this is a disgusting, horrifying image. Like, well, you come up with a better so- one for our Facebook page. Because I, you know, I don't have time to do logos all day long. But I do. But you do. All right, let's I come can back see in. where let's, this is going. Let's come back in. Let's come back in. Yeah. No, um, you, um, don't have to do, you don't have to do a, a free logo. Um, let, us, let us start into the fun time quiz. Fun time quiz. Yeah. So you've listened to an episode. You know what's going on. Sort of, but sort of. I, I think I'm so confused about the Oh, we just answer the questions. And then whatever they <laughs> are confusing. about, we're going to chat about Okay. Okay, we're back close to the table now, listeners, just in case you're panicked about that. The dog is still uninterested. Slightly depressed. Okay, we're going to start with geography. Do you like games? Yeah. Yeah? Do you ever have, like, games night? Not enough. Yeah. I would like to have more games night in my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, but I intend to have more games night. Now I have a new sitting room with space. Whoa, have you just moved? Yeah, just moved. That's why my landlady was coming around this morning. Ah, okay. Yep. Moved to Kilmainham to a little house with a garden and... You live in Kilmainham? Yeah. So Where do, do you I? live? What? Oh my God, well, we weird. We're podcast in Kilmainham now. We shouldn't no have way. left. Where? Okay, well, I won't, I'll ask you off air where exactly <laughs> you live in Kilmainham. Exactly. Which house and where I hide the key outside the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... In case you don't understand what a podcast is, this has been recorded earlier. She's could she's not definitely out of her house now as you're listening to this, like a radio program. No, I'm there steal. with my guns yeah. pointed at the door. Steal. And a crazy dog, like <laughs> an insane security dog that... She'd tear the legs off oh any man. Oh my God. Well, the very, the small toe... Uh, the tiniest toe of any man. And okay, let's hit geography. Speaking of Kilmainham and places. Yeah, she's the dog is looking at me. She's like chilled. You think frog. she's uninterested? I think she's sleepy and chilled. Yeah, no, that's true. You could slip her collar off. We're just going to be talking about a dog that you can't see. Uh, you could slip her collar off without... Like, the head is too small compared it's, to no, the neck. It's her little, it's what I call her little bra. It's actually attached. Oh, it's, it's attached. A, it's a harness. Yeah, it needs a harness. Cause, it sure does. Yeah. Like, the collar she has is for a cat because the dog collars that... are too big. She has to have a cat's collar <laughs> with a bell on it so I know where she is when I'm in the house. I, back in the early days, you know, I, I have, I ride a bicycle and I have the biggest helmet I always have to go and get the biggest helmet in the shop, I'll say. And they're like, oh, your hair is kind of short. And I know, like, give me the biggest helmet that you have. And uh, yeah, but back in the day, like when helmets weren't even that, my brother almost had to get a helmet imported, especially for the size of his no, head. No, but your, is your head big? <laughs> yeah, it's big. Do you want to try on my helmet? I think you're saying, do you want to try on my head? Do you want to try on my head? <laughs> you can, you can like... Feel the size of my head if you like. But uh, hold on, hold on. These things are relative, you know. I'm sure a tall man has a head the same size as yours. Maybe. But for the size that I am, I'm not a extremely short man. I'm not a tall man. To have to get something important feels very extreme. No, I don't have to get anything important. I bought that one a little, but it is very much Well maybe if my hair bunched on top I might actually be the same size. (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect. (laughs) No. Like What's that? Almost two fingers of space at the front there. Oh, not brainy enough. No, it's not. You know, Einstein didn't have that big a brain. Yeah. So I hear. So you hear. 
from everybody. That this I is what I tell Pippin because she's <laughs> she's got a bit of a brain complex considering her head's the size of a nectarine. Oh, poor Pippin. She doesn't have space for thoughts. She actually doesn't have space for her eyes inside her head. They bulge out of her head. Look That's because she's a chihuahua. Ah, chihuahua. Okay, geography. What island nation sold its residents' genetic codes to a biotechnology company? Fuck. Ooh, uh... Uh, what island? What island nation sold its residents' genetic codes to a biotechnology company? I mean... Christ. It could be anyone. I would guess... Um, it's a Pacific island, yeah, I Yeah, I would guess. guess a Pacific island. Unless it's Madagascar or... No, I don't think Madagascar. Mm, I don't know the name of this island, I don't think. Bermuda or Bora Bora. Yeah, one of these Papa, Papaya. Papua New Guinea. But, that, but yeah. that's, no. no. Um, I was reading about an island in the Pacific where they've done some pretty awful things and I think they've had oil and all that, just everything's been kind of ripped from the land and I can't remember the name of it. Like it's not so far from Hawaii, but it's very, very poor. Mm. Um, Some Polynesian place. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get... Don't Bora tell Bora. me it's like Ireland. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's pretty close to Ireland. No. Yeah. It's geographically not too far, and uh, spelling-wise not too far. Iceland? Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Why, why would they do that? Don't know. For cash, maybe after their crash. Cash they crash. Said, cash crash. They said we're going to sell all the genetic stuff. Um, <laughs> let's every, all let's the, sell all the genetic stuff. Let's, let's sell just sell it. Let's sell Let's sell our genes. Flog those Everybody genes. Everybody wants to have an Icelandic child. We can sell. Um, yeah. I. Do you know what this is? Ooh. No, but you no. scared the puppy. <laughs> I did scare the puppy. Um, in the European Cup, the Icelandic team and fans have been doing that oh. noise and clapping. And I was in an improv, and I'm not a football fan. I was in an improv. I was called Icelandic earlier this week. As my character was supposed to be Icelandic. And so I started doing that. And everybody just looked at me like, what? Like guys, it's a known thing that it's they the do this. It's a known thing. It's big in the European Cup right now. Is it like their hacker? Yeah. Do you know what it means? It just means ooh. Oh, come on. It has to mean well, it's like something. A war chant. It's just, just saying ooh, but it's kind of a, an intimidating war chant. Oh, okay. They all, the whole crowd go ooh. And then there's a really big pause. Really big. Like you don't, how long, much longer is this? Oh, it's squinting at me. The dog is like. She's like, that is no Mexican way. That, <laughs> no, I like a Mexican way. I like a Mexican way. <laughs> um, it's quite effective, that. Yeah, it's cool. I would be intimidated. And other people have started copying it, but everyone needs to get their own thing. Absolutely. Uh, if you were going to give a thing to Ireland... I think they have loads of things, don't they? There's songs and... Cool. They have songs and stuff. Everybody's got songs. But there's nothing as cool as that or the hacker. Well, we don't have, like, a dance move. <laughs> yeah. Which we should probably think about well, developing if we continue dancing. this way we with our sport. Do some jigs. True, do a Michael Flatley. Yeah. What about if everybody blinked at the same time? 
but it needs the sound what scared yeah, it us was, was, so, it was the clap and the ooh yeah but it's so like in unison that you can actually hear the blink hear the lashes <laughs> Irish men are known It'd for their terrifying. eyelashes <laughs> <laughs> not sure not sure it'll be quite as intimidating but okay what about this this is what we used to do in my school and it took a while for me to learn how to do um, but oh yeah very good we could do that that could be the Irish team's new thing I'm not sure if your listeners will understand what you just did or if no. you just clapped so I clapping in front of my mouth <laughs> so that with a hole in between my thumbs so that air shoots out of my out of the, my hole air shoots out of my <laughs> hole and into my mouth and makes a popping noise which is a very loud clap you can also just do it like that and it'll, but uh, it's definitely not as crazy as he's making it sound trust me <laughs> the dog is terrified of me blowing air out of my hole your, into my mouth your, your intimidation dance yeah yes working on a little chihuahua so no it actually doesn't look intimidated at all okay well well done to us we failed we were like the far side of the world. Yeah, I was getting way cryptic with that, as I usually do. Yeah. Completely overthink it yeah. and then go in the opposite direction and then end up on the other side of the planet. But I don't know. I don't know how we would guess Iceland unless you knew that fact. Like, there's nothing particularly about Iceland that you're like, well, obviously it's going to be. Bjork Iceland. told me. <laughs> Bjork told me. Have you ever seen the video of Bjork and how much she loves TV? No, which song is it for? I just done um, noise. I was talking about. I love TV. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What I haven't lived. I love yeah, Bjork. You should look at that on YouTube. You're a big Bjork fan. Mm-hmm. What is your favourite Bjork album? Probably the Selma songs from that amazing movie. Oh, do you like Selma songs? What's yeah. the film called? Dancer in the Dark? Yes. Do you like Dancer in the Dark? Yes. Yes. I only watched 20 minutes of it. I was like, nah. It's pretty bizarre. It's a bit... I'm pretty bleak. Of a, that it's bleak and light at the same time. The yeah. Oh, things are bad. <laughs> oh, no, I can't imagine you liking it, actually. <laughs> Maybe it's a, a girly thing. Not that, uh, yeah, not that you even know me that well, but I was once playing a game. It's kind of a fun game. You play it at home, listeners. Okay, so what you do is somebody leaves the room, okay, and then everybody else in the group, this is for games night, decides on somebody in the group. Okay, could be one of the people in the room or the person who's just left. And then the person comes back in and says, okay, if this person was a blank, if this person was a uh, Renaissance artwork, which Renaissance artwork would they be? And they ask the first person on their left. And they say, whatever, Michelangelo's David and then they say to the next person okay if this person was a car what kind of car would they be and just through those questions they have to figure out what the person who left the room is going to be they have to figure out who the person is that we've selected so it could be oh I see ooh yeah Um, you have to know each other pretty well yeah so I had only met this uh, woman Michelle she left the room we decided on me she came back in there was a few questions she was like yeah I'm unsure she turned to me and was like, okay, one more question. If this person was a type of weather, what kind of type of, what kind of weather would they be? And I thought, mm, overcast, it's you. <laughs> 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 Straight no. away. Yeah. Oh, man. 
A bright overcast, though. Okay, who... This is entertainment. Who played the Joker in The Dark Knight? Heath Ledger. Yes. Straight in. Well done. Did you enjoy The Dark Knight? Are you a fan of superhero films? Yes, I'm a fan of superhero films. And that was an amazing movie. But am I right in thinking that Heath Ledger, that he had died? We knew he had died when that film was released. Yeah, maybe, yeah. For some reason... Or maybe this is in my head, but I feel like I associate it with kind of a slightly sad, blacky, dark feeling. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> yeah. of Overcast. Yeah. But I think it is a really good film. It's an amazing film. But I don't know if I'd even rewatch it because I think I just I feel sad when I see people mm. that aren't there anymore. Same with um, Amazing. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, like the end of the Hunger Games, which oh, I saw with my I've little sister. Oh, Games. you'd love that. They're really good. Really? I think so. They're really like. They're good, like, Sunday movies. <laughs> As in, like, I mean, lose I mean, the yourself. the lesson is, you're safer off saying I would hate something. Um, I did not... No, I've never seen any of the Hunger Games, but I did not enjoy The Dark Knight. I was very... Well, I, I wasn't going to say that you'd love The Dark Knight. No, you didn't say that at all. Maybe, I just maybe think I it was quite epic. And I mean, okay, like, I like loads of different types of movies, but I do love... Every now and then, I love just going to the cinema, which I don't do that often, not often enough, but go to, like, mainstream, normal cinema yeah. and watch, like, a big Hollywood blockbuster and, and just, like, lose yourself. Just go into that world, and it's so, like, over-saturated in every way. And I don't know, every now and then, I, I kind of like just to, like, get the popcorn and go into the big seat and just go into this, like, yeah. Hollywood narrative craziness. Of course. With like big stars and big music and big violence and just like, whoa, you know? Um, but I just felt like the dark night, there was so much going on that nothing actually happened. Was That's it chaotic? I can't actually say that. It's I can just like it this, and well. this and then this and then this and then this and then this. And I was like, oh, Too many this is, not enough this like is. Batman just, just chilling. Or not necessarily chilling because the previous one was also bullshit. And Do I you was, think it's all just a little bit too much these days? Like it's just this too. It's over complicated, like the plot and. No, I like. I can appreciate a complicated plot. But Sorry, I, not plot. Do you know? Maybe because I was thinking about this recently and thinking yeah. how mad Hollywood's kind of become, like with those big blockbusters. Mm. And I wonder is it because of CGI becoming so kind of normal? Like we can have a big massive dragon just smash through the window, so let's do it. Yeah. And not really aid to the storytelling. Well, for example, the uh, aforementioned Jaws famously mm. kind of works so well because you don't see the shark. Although they intended you to see more of the shark, the shark didn't work. They had this robot shark that didn't work. So they had to keep shooting around it, like just shooting the fin or shooting from the shark's perspective and doing all these tricks, which makes the film a lot scarier yeah. and cooler. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like nowadays, well, we can just do whatever. Yeah. Which kind of, yeah, or like Star Wars, like, uh, in, you know, the prequels where it's just wandering around in fake set and nothing's real. And I it's know, like, ah, it I'll just put it all bit. in later. It doesn't matter. And yeah, or dead. Benedict Cumberpatch or whatever his name is coming, being the dragon in The Hobbit. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I saw the making of it after I watched the movie and it was so weird seeing him like crawling around on the ground being a dragon. Uh, with yeah, all yeah. these little like neon <sighs> things stuck like on his this. face yeah. yeah he was being all licky and weird I was like oh enough <laughs> of the tongue <laughs> I know people yeah. love him he's amazing but I was like ew you'll always be a dragon to me now 
<laughs> okay, I've got to write that down because that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Ooh, you'll always be a dragon to me now. Um, but they are kind of doing some blockbusters well these days. Yeah, but what, have you seen any good ones recently? Well, like, I think the start, what they've done with Star Trek is really good. I think... I haven't seen it. No. Um, you, you're not a Star Trek fan? Not really a Trekkie. No. Can't you tell? <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that you were. It's good not to assume. It's very yeah. good not to assume things about people. But, like, J.J. Abrams can do some good stuff. Um, yeah, maybe it's going full circle Wars, now. Did you see the Star Wars? No, I haven't seen Fate it. Force Awakens. It was... Wasn't as good as Star Trek, I think. As in, it was a good film and good fun, but basically it was kind of Episode Four and New Hope done again. Okay. So it was kind of like, yeah, that's a Star Wars film. Whereas Star Trek, you're like, this is Star Trek, but at the same time, it's something new. It's like yeah. we've reinvented Star Trek and it's still Star Trek at the same time. Brought a new I'm delighted. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. I think well, we demand so much these days as well. Yeah. In the past, people go to cinema, they'd just be so delighted to be at the cinema. It was like massive treat, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if there was a movie and a bit of kissing and chasing and running around with guns, people would be thinking, oh, this is just amazing, you know? And now it's, it's like we've all become amazing movie critics. You can all just have kissing and chasing and running around with guns all the time. It's We're like, sick of that. <laughs> yeah. No, as you say, like I now they're... chase someone, kiss them, and then I'm chased by guns, and it's like... <laughs> Yeah, Bored. it's pretty much my everyday life. Boring. Yeah. Um, no, I think the CGI thing, I mean, it is it is incredible, but it's also, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, it just makes it, in a way, too easy. Like, yeah. Like, it's just, and it's very normal. Like, I think every few weeks, because the studio that I had to manage, they have, like, a psych wall, like a big infinity wall, cyclorama, sort of, like, it's a, like a skateboard ramp. Oh, so people okay. can pose and it looks like they're in white forever. Oh, right. Yeah, for, for photography. Kind of, yeah, 80s effect. Um, but people paint it chroma green so that they yeah. can just green screen whatever they kind of need. So they just yeah. kind of use a bit of wall. And sometimes I'm like, why do you even buy... Like, this is an amazing old building and it's an amazing studio, but yeah. really all they want is a big green wall. Because then they can do <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it never really works. But as well, like I film stuff and make sketches and stuff and I will sometimes be like yeah I'll do them post it's too, it's too hard to do now or I don't have the budget to do it I'm like yeah I can cheat that in post there's lots of cheating there's yeah. a lot of cheating I walked out in front of a car once in a very old sketch and I kind of did that by not walking out in front of a car and just doing it all in post like filming right. a shot and then cutting parts of the shot out so it looks like I'm walking out in front of a car a speeding car Gosh. things like that Probably cheaper than getting a stunt double that looks exactly like you to actually walk in front of a moving car. It's a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper. Or the medical bills. Okay, let's crack on to history. When was the com- computer mouse patented or patented? 1970, 1978 or 1984? 70, 78, 84. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I feel... Kind of, I, I don't think. I think 1970s too early. Although you'd be surprised. Yeah. You know, I think we think that they didn't have. They didn't really have 
anything. They were like running around in caves and hitting stones off trees. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, my instinct, my my jerk reaction was 78 just because it's the middle and I'm like, well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Play the odds, come on. And I know that 84 was like kind of a big computer. 1984, they released... A, a specific Apple Mac. Yeah, I, I thought I was... Because they had a 1984 ad based on the uh, novel. Okay, so there you go. Um, but did they have... Was the first mouse with that? I think they... The first s- mouse. See, the first mouse could be very... Yeah. Basic. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with you for 78 now. 84 to... like Too late. Like, they already had... How are they... Patent ha- and, and rolling it out. It's got to be some time. So they couldn't have patented it in 1984 and then rolled it out the same year. No, but I also think if they were going to release it, they would have already had it patented so that people couldn't just all be having their own version of the mouse. So yes, before we, before exactly anyone even time. heard of it, it was patented. Yeah, so exactly. it could even be the 70. Mm, I'm pretty sure sense. there was computers like oh, was that computers. early. And if they needed, how would they control it? Yeah, Just with a keyboard? Typing. Yeah, it was all typing. Okay, maybe 78. Okay, I don't want to argue out of 78. No, but I feel like I might be wrong. Okay, let's try 78. 1970? Shit! Oh, sorry, I'm not sure. The first computer designed to use a mouse... Oh, you can swear. Sorry, <laughs> were you worried about swearing there? Yeah, we can say shit all the, like, all the hell we like. Um... First computer designed to use a mouse came out in 1973. So, oh, sh- um, never mind. I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't be sorry. No, I I think I listened. It was on. I think it was on This American Life. There was some discussion around all this, and I, I vaguely remember thinking, "Well, yeah, it all started way earlier than we think." Mm, I suppose it generally does. 1970. But, you know, you can be sure that thing wasn't a mouse. It was like a bloody rodent with a big massive cable coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like a full chihuahua. I think it was like a ball. A box. Like that you roll, like you roll, like you put your finger on the actual ball rather than rolling the box around with the... Oh, yeah. Okay, like know? so the ball under the mouse kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Sounds quite advanced. Yeah. Uh, you must use computer a lot as a graphic designer. I do. Yes. Do you yeah. like it? Do you like computers? Not. I, I don't like using it all the time. Yeah. And when I don't have to be on it, I'm happy to avoid. Yeah. Um, but it is an amazing tool. And um, even when I did textile print design, and, you know, I still do occasionally, but when I was working in, in fashion, I was working on digital prints, and that was all computer work. So yeah. I studied how to screen print and how to hand-dye fabrics and how to create all these unique textures and stuff with different chemicals on fabrics and stuff and then when I went to work in industry people were like screen printing I don't (laughs) think so so expensive and quite actually quite wasteful if you're doing it for production so it's all digital and it basically is then print design for fabric is basically the same as print design for paper it's about pattern and repeats or placement prints could you use have you ever used a 3D printer I actually haven't used one. Um, there was one in NCAD when I was there, but I was very nervous of it. Yeah. Um, what if I create a robot which kills us all? Yeah, what if I make like a weird version of me, but she's like <laughs> better than me and everyone forgets about me and likes her better? 
<laughs> he steals my puppy. <laughs> um, no, they're very cool, those things, but they're yeah. pretty high-tech. I'm funny. I'm quite a low-tech person, really. I, I like craft. I love working with my hands. I prefer more hands-on work, and I do graphic design, and I love it, but um, it's kind of just one of the things I do. And yeah. if I, in an ideal world, I'd be very much more painting, drawing, working. Do you crochet? I actually don't, but I do knit. You do knit? I do knit. Okay. And, uh, What's the last thing you knitted? Well, I'm trying to knit a cardigan, but it's uh, for a baby. For my brother, he's having a little baby. Not him, but they are having a baby. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to follow a pattern, but that's actually quite tricky. That's quite really? mathsy. And actually, myself and Rosie, Rosie O'Reilly, mm-hmm. we were recently representing We're Islanders at Drop Everything Festival. Oh, yeah. And um, Rosie curated an amazing talk about. Which is it's on our on the Aran Islands of this festival. It's on right. Inishir, which is the smallest island just off the coast of Galway, Clare. Okay. And uh, Rosie was curating a talk about the Aran knitwear because you know that's become a global phenomenon. Yeah, and also you're a big fan. And I'm a massive fan, as <laughs> you know. Hence, you're called Aran jumpers. And exactly, and um, so there's an amazing woman, an Islander, an original Islander there, and. Irish-speaking woman whose English is her second language and she prefers to speak Irish and she's an amazing woman, Mirid, and she basically did a talk with Rosie as part of this kind of arts festival that was happening and describing how she knits and she knits by the fire. She knits, she can't sit by the fire and not knit. It's like a complete compulsion. Yes. But she doesn't use any patterns and she, she it's like coding. It's incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the first computers this, She's this like way of computer. yeah. She's a punch card. You can yeah. Yeah. Seriously, and the patterns that the the stitches she comes out with, and she makes them up herself. And I've seen her stuff. Rosie wears <laughs> one of her cardigans, and I swear it's a work of art. It's absolutely beautiful. But like completely haphazard, just like lumps and like. No, I don't even use a pattern. Like <laughs> I just go and crazy like, holes, three arms. Is, yeah. No, no, that's that's the crazy thing about it. It's it's exceptionally perfect like it's so well knitted my mother knits a bit and she knitted me um a jumper oh but maybe we were talking about this before but the sleeves are too long and she i even handed it back and was like mother the <laughs> sleeves are too long and she took in the sleeves a bit and she's like that's as far as i can take them in oh no it's still <laughs> too long it's like what i was really Do hoping have- she was gonna say Honey, that's just fashion. <laughs> Sweetie, <laughs> this is what all the kids are wearing. Because seriously, having really long droopy sleeves is kind of like fashion thing yeah. for guys at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Like the tunic shape, you know. Uh, with, with, where I have no hands. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. fashion's not about practicalities. It's about looking completely ridiculous. No, it's not. And that's why completely I've never really been a fashionable person. Uh, <laughs> Just like, why did you do this and just wear that? And like, it would be a terrible thing to wear. Yeah, but it's fashion. I know. Well, that well, trend-driven fashion is pretty ridiculous. I agree with you that there. What's non-trend-driven fashion? Well, fashion. Well, that's a really big word. Like that could refer to anything, I guess. But like when I think of fashion in the kind of more artistic sense, I think of it really as art. It's wearable art. Like a piece of clothing that's art. Like mm-hmm. Murad's cardigan that she made, Rosie, is for me art. It's craft, you yeah. know, um, and handcrafted, and it's it's a one-off piece. Yeah, so, like this Dunsora shirt that I'm wearing. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly the same thing, Mark. But, do you um, make your own clothes? I do try to make or upcycle from somebody else's clothes if I can, okay. as much as possible. Yeah. Um, I try to shop in like vintage or charity shops as much really? as I can. Yeah, I really try not to buy new stuff from the high street unless I really need something. Because um, there's I so many the same, good clothes out there. Yeah, I do the same thing except just with my own wardrobe. I'm like, I'll just, this ripped shirt, I'll just upcycle it to still wearing it even though it's Okay, where is it ripped? Is it ripped on the arms? Then cut the arms off and make like a tanky top. No, I've, I've put a patch underneath. But See, you didn't notice. That, that's upcycling. Notice. Yeah, exactly. Really great. Thank you. From my yeah, from my own collection. Okay, let's. Speaking of uh, old, of speak. I don't know. I can't get around to it. Uh, this is our, speaking of old-fashioned things and something. Uh, arts and literature. What Anglo-Irish writer had the first name? Had the middle names Fingal O'Flaherty Wills. Fingo O'Flaherty Wills, Anglo-Irish writer. Um, I I don't. I'm not good on this topic. (laughs) I'm (laughs) knowing people's middle names. Just shutting this down (laughs) right now. No, but I. You know, sometimes you're like, I have a feeling. Anglo-Irish like makes me think of like WB Yeats or George Bernard Shaw or yeah. Oscar Wilde Oscar Wilde Oscar, Oscar Fingal O'Flaherty Fing- Wills Wilde I bet it's Oscar Wilde it's kind of flamboyant I like it it sounds good if it's not his name yeah. it should be it should be who else is Anglo-Irish like a bit of Irish but like with an English kind of thing going on no because WB Yeats and George Bernard Shaw like they already have initials and they're not F-O-W True. Mm, no, I'm going to Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. You knew it. The wild card. The wild card. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, we got one right. That's good. Yeah. We got the Joker as well. Okay, we got two. And there's still two questions to go. Um, so you're not a big fan of writing? I'm a big fan of writing, but I just, I, I fail on things like knowing I, I, like writing oh, yeah? trivia, like knowing somebody's middle name or knowing yeah. when they were born or their birthplace. I probably wouldn't know any of that stuff. Um, have you read Wild or seen Wild? Or I have read some Wild poetry, but I, I haven't oh. read Wild, Wild or seen Wild. Have you, you seen, seen Wild? Importance of being earnest. I don't think I Maybe have. Maybe have. Um, I don't think I have. And a friend of mine was in it. I think in the Abbey, but no, I didn't see it. Mm, who's your friend? Aaron Heffernan. Oh, yeah. Everyone, he's everyone's friend, I feel like. <laughs> he's one of those people in Dublin you definitely can't say, like, oh, you won't know him. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's a very friendly guy. Yeah. I used to actually work with him, so that's how I know him. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, you've never seen... Well, the importance of being honest, it's interesting, I think, from, like... It's interesting as opposed to actually funny... Oh, okay. It's like, oh, this is... It's more of a historical thing, like many of these things. Like, the jokes are pretty... Like, you've heard most of the jokes. And all the characters sound like Oscar Wilde. Okay. Like, they all... It's just, yeah. It's just one-liners that, yeah. The only thing worth them being talked about is not being talked about. And, you know, it's all just those witticisms and stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting from, uh, for me, for, for like a... 
plot point of view you know yeah. it's well worked out and you could see trace a link between that and faulty terrors and stuff okay but, yeah yeah i read the picture of dorian gray that's wild isn't it yeah um and that was a really cool story was it yeah you don't know that one it's a, it's a, it's a, a short story yeah okay so i'd actually love to see a play of it because i'd say like the characters right. are really interesting oh really was it not <laughs> no um no i I found it, I, I, I kind of immersed myself in it. It was a very short story, like just a small book, but um, I was living in London at the time and I was taking the tube and that is like a reading, reading tube where you just yeah. like go into this other world and you have to read because otherwise you just kind of feel really depressed by your surroundings yeah. <laughs> or other people's armpits and crotches. And um, <laughs> it was a really good discipline for like an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening, just yeah. like, like go into another world, into another story. And I loved reading it there. And I kind of, most of the books I read at that time really have stayed in my mm. consciousness. It's weird. Maybe like when you see a movie on a long haul flight, you kind of always remember that movie or something. Yeah. I used to work in a car park that you can pretty much see. If you look down there, see that? Yeah. Entrance way there. I've never known what's in there. It's a car park. And Fascinating. There used to be a gate there. <laughs> Which I had to work there all night to open and close that gate for people who were coming into the car park. Yeah, it was a depressing job, yeah. Um, all night long? Like all night, night from shift. like 7 till 7. Ooh. Yeah, it was rough. Tough you times, could, Mark. You'd only leave when the baker who was delivering bread to like one of the restaurants came at like half 6 in the morning. And he looked really like Noddy Holder, who um, is the lead singer from Slade. Oh, Okay. Um, and so, and he was always very happy at that hour of the morning, and he would kind of wink at you, and <laughs> you would always just hear, It's Christmas! Uh, which is what Nutty Holder sings in... Uh, <laughs> no way. Yeah, in the, in the Christmas song. But I would just hear that in my head. He didn't actually say Oh, that. I see. No. <laughs> I see. Yeah, he just looked like Nutty Holder. It wasn't, wasn't actually Nutty Holder. Anyway, I watched some films there to keep me entertained all night. And those films, I'm kind of like, I've watched some of them again, like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Mm. And I was like, oh, this seems familiar, but I don't even know if I've seen this before. Because I, I watched it in the car park and it was just like... Yeah, in a dream time. Four hours, and four o'clock in the morning. And I barely even remember what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely in a funny place when you're that tired. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to, speaking of tiredness, science and nature. Out of all the insect species in the world, what percentage are believed to be unidentified? 43, 62, or 96? Out of all the insect species in the world, what percentage are believed to be unidentified? 43, 62, or 96? I'm going to say 96. Yeah, you kind of... They're un- okay, so do they mean they found them, but they're... They don't know what they are, or yeah, because there's like millions that they haven't even found, isn't there? Yeah, I guess they're just guessing that. Oh God, we don't even we don't even know what we don't know. We don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know how they come up with that number. True. But if it's going to be any of those numbers, it's got to be ninety-six, just because it's like that's staggering. <laughs> Is that how this game works? They yeah, want they want people to go whoa. whoa. Basically, because like a fact will pass on if it's if it's like oh yeah that's reasonable. Nobody's going to remember it. Yeah, but trivial. Yes. Trivial <laughs> pursuits. Yeah. It's trivial. 
It's not wow pursuits. Well, <laughs> or even cahoots. Yeah, but it's got. To, but, but just for a, a fact in the world, it's not like it's not in the, the grand intention scheme. of the game is not to be boring and just be like, um, <laughs> no one cares. Spatulas, you know. <laughs> How many different types of spatulas are there? They're often made of metal. You're like, yeah, I know. No one cares, but this is trivial. So <laughs> true. This is true. They like to. To make us go, no way. No so let's way. go extreme. Let's go 96. We've got to go 96. 96. Oh, how did we know? <laughs> I know how we know because we're getting into the mind of the game. Yes. Well, I should be into the mind of the game after <laughs> however many episodes. What is this? 87 or something? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 96% of insects are unidentifiable. Unidentified. Not uh, unidentifiable. Un- either not found or they're like what the fuck is this yeah (laughs) unidentified how do they know it's 96 what they do is they're like okay let's take this uh, this five square meters area and of the insects we find how many are haven't been identified before and they find out 96% of the, the insects that we found in this area of the Amazon have never been identified before. So extrapolating that out, there must be 96% of insects. Yeah, you look unimpressed. Yeah, I'm just... sure there must be some kind of science. <laughs> and I'm only making that up. There must be some kind of science. I hope there's a bit more strength to their argument. I, s- yeah, they I don't like ask. it when they kind of average things and then make facts of them. Yeah. Like, that ain't a fact. That ain't a fact. That's an average, or that's a that's a hypothesis. It's not a fact. Yes, but sometimes it's better. Like there's an episode of The West Wing, which is about um, the uh, what do you call that survey, statistical survey of the population, the um, census. Yeah. And how we should actually probably have a like a ratio census as opposed to actually trying to census everybody because it's actually more accurate to take 10,000 people and yeah. extrapolate from that than saying, okay, let's try and get everybody because there's just you'll just get so much shit that's wrong in that mm. census of everybody and it'll cost more. And They uh, spend, well, I know, because the census lady was like knocking on our apartment Lock the last like couple of weeks before I left my last place where I lived in House yeah. Cross, and she was so tired of trying to find certain people, and loads of people just wouldn't let her in, and they just obviously were like, "Oh, not her again." But yeah. she was a really nice woman, and she—I don't know if she was doing it voluntarily, but I could see she was just like, "This is impossible. Mm. This is totally impossible." See? And she sort of caught me, and she kept catching me, being like, "Have I got you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, lady, like we've done this." <laughs> You know, like, I'm actually away the weekend when you need me to fill out that thing because we were going to a wedding and we had to, like... She was like, I meant to get proof off you. And, well, she didn't in the end, but... Proof? Proof that I'd be out of the country on the day of the census collection. Oh, okay. But she looked really tired and pissed off. Yeah. And I just kind of, yeah, I agree. If they can even get, like, a good chunk of people in different... Maybe even different parts of the city Mm. or, you know, just do a cross-section... But then don't say it's fact. Then just say these are like averages from what we gather. Well, don't say the census is fact then. Yeah, well, I don't think they... It's not, Mm. because she definitely missed people. Here's a question I think they should add to the census. 
what religion were you born into? Because it just has what religion are you? And to some people mm. that means, oh, historically, my family is this. And some people, it's, well, this is what I practice or this is what I believe. Yeah. So, that's so to separate those area. two things out. Yeah, true. They, or, or like, yeah, define the question a little better. Like what religion yeah. do you feel you practice at this stage of your life? Because mm-hmm. it's true, it changes. Yeah. Anyway, um, insects, are you a fan? Mm. There's nothing creepier than watching a video of insects like, like I... Lots of them. Yeah, or just any insect blown up to the full Ooh. size of the TV. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. Please, no. David Attenborough, get back. Get back with the camera. The... Yeah, no, it's, um... Yeah. It's, it's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of insects, but, um... I know they're important. Sometimes. They are important. <laughs> they are important. I like some of them more than others. I like if, if you could, if you were going to remove an animal from the earth, what would you? Remove? Centipede. Centipede. Have you seen the giant centipede eating a mouse on YouTube? No. And you never want to because no. it is horrifying. I will not. Oh God! I'm, I'm like <laughs> lifting my feet off the ground. I'm so creeped out by them. Yeah. Very, very freaked no. of them, and just. I don't see why they have to exist and I don't see why they have to have so many legs and that they have to move them like that. <laughs> it really is not cool. Why do you have to move them like that? Oh, come on. Even if you are going to have that many legs, don't move them like that. Just keep them That's still. Just, come on. Okay. Um, this is Sports and Leisure. Yippee. Rolls the eyes. <laughs> oh, pff, Jesus. Oh no, that bad. No, it's not. It's not really sports related. And uh, what age are you? Can I ask? Am I allowed to say it on air? Yeah, I think so. Are you? You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I'm just tracing back. What details do these people know about me? My house, my age, my just date of birth, my PPS number, maiden name, your PPS <laughs> number, my bank deeds, your bank. Just quick, Iban. What? What is your? I'm IBAN, not by that the way? age. But I'm four years older than that. Okay. Just. It was my birthday last month. Ah! Uh, last month. That's a while ago. I know, but that. like mentally I'm still trying to remember what yeah. age I am. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I doubt you remember. This is about an ad from the 80s. Uh, who was the fictional author of Fly Fishing, the book made famous by a Yellow Pages TV ad? Oh, come on. Yeah, to anyone my age, I'm 38. That is... Yeah, but even that is no. so specific. Fly yeah, but, fishing. Yeah, fly fishing by J.R. Hartley is like the ad. Like everyone knows that if you're my age. No. Yeah. So if I watched TV in the eighties, which I did. Mm, I mean, yeah, but I was tiny. To, well, no. If you're <laughs> that age, you were just born. Like in. I was born the like, en- towards the 87. end. <laughs> 87. Okay, well, let's just give it all away. So it was your birthday last month and you were born in 87. You do the maths, listeners. <laughs> you figure out how old she is because she is not going to tell you. She is old. Very old. Very old. She's that age, which is written on the wall, plus four. But it's clearly so not can... old enough to know about that important... J.R. Hartley. Uh, it is by J.R. Hartley. Oh, my God. 
So the ad in the yellow pages is he keeps walking into bookshops and he's like, hello, do you have Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. No, we don't have that. And he goes into a different bookshop. It's like, hello, do you have J.R. Hartley? Uh, Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. We don't. We don't. And then eventually he gets out the golden pages. That's the, or the yellow pages, whatever they have in the UK. And uh, he rings up and he says, hello, do you have Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley. And I'm like, yes, we have a copy. He's like, oh, you do? Oh, excellent. Yes, could you have it delivered to me? Yes, my name is James Hartley. And you're like, oh, he's looking for his own book the whole time. Oh, my goodness. 80s kind of comedy moment. <laughs> yeah. Tension release. That's, that's very intelligent. <laughs> very intelligent. That's... Yeah, there was. Um, I was looking at an old eighties ad last night as well, which had the phrase, "What's the, what's this wee business, pale face?" Have you ever heard that phrase? No. My friends were like, "Oh yeah, we know that phrase, but we don't." My dad says it all the time. But we don't know what it's from, but it's from a Weedie Bix ad back in the eighties, anyway. Oh. With the Lone Ranger and uh, Tonto, and there's like. The Lone Ranger's like, what are th- there's an angry Native American and the Lone Ranger says to Tonto, what did he say, Tonto? He says, oh, he's, he's got a uh, hundred Sioux warriors over that hill. And uh, Lone Ranger's like, oh, we faced tougher odds before with that before. And the, uh, Tonto's like, yeah, but he says they've all got guns and they're real angry and they've had their Weedabix. Oh, not oh. their Weedabix. And the Lone Ranger's like, uh-oh, I guess we're really in trouble. And Tonto says, what's this wee business, pale face? And, and rides <laughs> off. That's a good ad. I like it that It is a good ad. Another good ad from the 80s. Yeah, see, they were smart. They were kind of... Yeah, again, no CGI to fall back 80s on. Those 80s people. No CGI. They had to think of clever lines. Yeah. And plots. And not just ripping off the fucking internet. Which is basically what ads are these days. It's like, oh, I found a blog, which a lot of people have done, and it's funny, where people put uh, album covers in front of their face. Let's just do that for our ad and steal the idea. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't watch ads. I cannot handle them. I can't hear them on the radio. I can't watch them on YouTube. And I certainly cannot watch them on TV, which is why I don't have a TV anymore. Yeah. On the principle that I, I hate yeah, I do hate the ads. Advertising, bombarding yeah. my living room. I was in a short film, which hopefully people will be able to see sometime soon. What's the name of it? It's called Too Cool for School. And uh, <laughs> it's a fun sketch that I made with a couple of guys. And they work in an advertising company. And the sketch was shown at a kind of advertising event. And afterwards, Mikey was like, yeah, a few guys were asking about me, like saying, oh, this guy is cool, like he's funny and has comic timing and stuff. Like, so Mikey was like, would you be up for being in an ad? I was like, yeah, kind of. I mean, partially because of, you know. Cha-ching. Yeah, I could do it with some money. <laughs> but as well, it can kind of make your life a misery because like You friends, become that guy. Yeah. Ooh. And people are just shouting it. Like a friend of mine was in that, and people were just shouting the catchphrase at him on the street. Just are you going? Is for he a that recognizable? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you see something. Like just there. endlessly, people are like, are "You going for a perambulation? Are you going for a perambulation?" Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Should I shut the fuck oh dear. Up? Yeah. You need to be paid quite a lot to to be cool with that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, so, speaking of advertising, now's the time when you could plug 
whatever you like. You are a graphic designer. How can people find you to hire you? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me clear my throat for this me, part. Well, first of all, let me apologize for being very hay fevery on air and being no, very blocked actually, and sneezy and everything. Um, <coughs> have you I, considered uh, yeah. that you're allergic to the dog? Very funny, Mark. <laughs> Very, very funny. But I've had that dog a week and I've had hay fever for pretty much my whole life. Yeah, but just for this just happened now. Okay. No, the dog makes my hay fever better. Really? Yeah. Because when I'm all sneezy and red eyed and puffy, she's she's she still loves me. She still wants to cuddle. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Well, that's good then. Um, plugging. I'm not very good at this. This self plugging thing. Are I'm you on, on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. My 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 business name or my design that I do as a freelancer is just my name, Erin McClure, and then design at the end. So it's Erin McClure Design, and I do all kinds of designy stuff, and that goes from styling to some photography to photo mm. editing. I do mm. graphic design. I do mm. print design. Um, I work in print block with Rosie on We Are Islanders. Yep. It's a screen printing studio on Cork Street, so I do right. screen printing too. Yeah, if you're going on a stag weekend, guys, get your t-shirts printed up. Yeah, I'll print those <laughs> boobs for you. <laughs> um, Big mix, exactly, legend weekend. Exactly, do it. Lads like, on tour. Hand-printed, very bespoke. <laughs> Guys, uh, for the stag, we've got some handprinted bespoke <laughs> t-shirts. I can't out. see it happening. Although Ireland's changed, and yeah. you know the wedding industry here has really taken off. So maybe um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I, yeah. I do a bunch of stuff. You have so. a blog. I do have a blog. I have a Tumblr account, and I have a one-page website that's just my contact details. If anyone wants to look at it, it's just my name, Erin McClure Design. <laughs> Dot com. And it just says... It just says, call me, baby. It just, it just says, like, let's just chat because, like, <laughs> it's, it's too complicated. I mean, I, I will in time put a portfolio on that as well, but my blog's kind of just ongoing work, so it's as easy to put it on Twitter or my Instagram or my blog. Yeah. And as I said, I spend a lot of time on computers and working on websites and stuff, so I kind of prefer just to have mine as a, if you need me, call me kind of a page. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, cool. that's that's all the about me. Choir don't have any gigs coming up, do we? No. no. Well, we will have a gig in Trinity, in the chapel. Did you hear about that? Maybe I did, but I've forgotten about it. Yeah. What is it? Um, I'm not sure when it's going to be at the beginning of the new season. So I guess September, uh, October, uh, in the little small chapel in Trinity College. Right. And I don't know the details. No, yet, we'll figure. I'll plug it later to the, to the time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Aaron, Jumpers, McClure, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, love to Annie, if she's listening. If Congratulations, she's listening all the way. Congratulations, Annie. Congratulations, Annie. And uh, we will check you next time. Hoot it up. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>